Dr. Maluleke, now citizens have endured several steep interest rate hikes this year. Now, amid the countrywide power outages and the currency weakness, and to exacerbate matters, there's another rate hike that is possible on the cards today. How have these interest rate hikes affected you personally and in your professional life as an optometrist? To be quite honest, um, the increases are so devastating um, into the personal lives of uh, not only uh, myself and uh, my colleagues, but to everyone. Um, uh, Life is starting to be a lot difficult and not expensive to actually afford. Uh, We have seen over the number of uh, past uh, months the increases that have been um, uh, implemented uh, on our repayments, uh, bond repayments, because everything that um, we actually have um, in relation to uh, assets, um, uh, be it cars, furniture, uh, and, and so and even at, at the business levels are actually uh, on higher patches um, in, in many of the instances. So the, actually the cost of servicing these debts is actually uh, getting um, out of hand. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we we're now finding that we are now dipping into um, areas that actually do not belong to, to us, uh, where we are, uh, for normal daily living, we are purchasing uh, things such as groceries uh, from overdrafts and uh, personal loans. Mm. And these have uh, a cascading effect on uh, everything. Let's, so, t- let's talk about this, that cascading effect, because there are some, sa- some financial sacrifices that one has to make. What have you made to cope with the several interest rates, Ike? And can you see your way clearly now as optometrists into the future? Elvis, what can we do um, uh, under these circumstances? There is very, very uh, little that you can actually do, uh, because uh, if you look at the fact that um, for... Uh, some of the operations that we actually run in uh, in our businesses, uh, they're actually on um, uh, higher patches. The technologies that we actually employ uh, in our uh, daily lives, um, it's, it's stuff that we actually buy and buy over um, a, a specific period of time. So it's, it's actually very uh, difficult. It's actually eroding on... Um, uh, may I say, uh, profit- profitability, um, as well as um, us being able to uh, be um, uh, uh, um, uh, sustainable. And it is actually uh, more um, a problem um, in the sense that we are actually having to tighten uh, our belts a lot, a lot, a lot more. Mm-hmm. And uh, our spending habits are actually changing. Uh, we can see with um, uh, our consumers, which is the patient, that they actually also are not having uh, enough disposable amount to actually spend on uh, the, the goods and services that we are actually um, uh, rendering, making it uh, unaffordable for them to actually uh, uh, seek uh, some of the uh, um, uh, uh, services that we actually uh, offer. I thank you so much for your time. Dr. Nyiko Maluleke is an optometrist in Clarkstorp in the northwest um, and, as you heard there, cannot see his way clearly ah, into the future. South 2, the South African Federation of Trade Unions will hold a picket against the interest rate hike outside the South African Reserve Bank today. For more on this, we're joined on the line by South 2 General Secretary Zuelan Zimavavi. Very good morning to you, sir, and welcome. 
Good morning to you, uh, Elvis, and good morning to everybody listening this morning. Now, let's talk about your concerns as you prepare your picket outside the South African Reserve Bank this afternoon. What are they? Well, firstly, we will be at Lady Helen Joseph Street in Pretoria today at 1 o'clock to protest against the policy that uh, the Reserve Bank and the South African government is following. Our view is that uh, by hiking interest rates, the Reserve Bank of South Africa is simply tailing the U.S. Federal Reserve. And in that the South Africa's Monetary Policy Committee, which is meeting today and is more likely to increase the interest rates by another 50 basis point, is going to increase the interest rates to totally unaffordable levels. We are already sitting at 10.75% and or 11% almost in terms of what we're paying to the, com- uh, to the commercial banks as consumers. In total, we have seen a growth of more than 400 basis points since the so-called normalization of the policy rates that began in or it in November 2021. Mm-hmm. Effectively, the policy have risen now by more than an accumulative 121%, 42%, sorry, yeah. 121.42%. Mm-hmm. This is uh, what is choking the economy. This yes. is what uh, is uh, killing any prospect of us mm-hmm. ever industrializing the economy again. Yes. So I take it that you don't buy the justification by the Reserve Bank that this possible interest rate hike is necessary to bring inflation within its target range. Yes, we do. Uh, let me just say for this, because I think that uh, the monetarists who are listening will say there they are, they want to dig us to Venezuela and Zimbabwe <laughs> and all of that. No, we do concern. We are workers. We concern ourselves about the rate of inflation. We know that uh, the inflation eats away the disposable income of the working class and the poorest, just like it will do the same to the rich and all members of society. But we think that there's no balance here. The, tailor, the tailing of the, of the U.S. Federal Reserve and is, in our view, the most unnecessary pursuit of a inflation targeting policy that is totally unnecessary for a country with such a developmental crisis as we are living in. U.S. may afford this, but suddenly, 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 a country with a 43% unemployment rate, 50% of its black population unemployed, over 50% of its women, and 70% of its youth cannot afford uh, tailoring the U.S. Federal Reserve. Because in the main, when you do that, you, you're creating the havoc. And let's just uh, say what the havoc that uh, the, 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 the Reserve Bank is, is, uh, is causing outside the crisis of unemployment, uh, poverty, and inequality. Already, as we know, that uh, 65% of the income of ordinary people is now servicing debt. The debt is as a result of them no longer able to afford pay back their uh, installment 
to their bonded homes, to their cars, to the furniture, to anything that they purchase through borrowing money from the bank and or buying it on higher purchases from the retail stores. 65% is going there. Already, FNB has told us already that in their study, they found that 80% of the income of the middle-income earners, such as the doctor we're speaking to, goes within five days. Five working days, it's gone, depleted, because of the rate at which all of us are indebted, from the higher middle class up to the poorest of the poor. Yes. Already, 70% of workers who earn less than 5,900 per month are so indebted through the machinists or the so-called loan sharks mm. that they now strike a juggle around the rising cost of groceries, transport, and electricity. Right. We think that there is another way of, uh, of fighting inflation. And if you can just give me one minute okay. to speak up about that. Okay. We, we've, argued, we've argued that the idling industrial capacity should be empowered in order to ensure a supply of goods and services which will in turn have a deflationary pressure. We argue that this country has a 22% idling capacity, and secondly, uh, that we have been de-industrializing. If we can start aggressively industrialize this economy again, by ensuring that people have income, have disposable income, and that the small firms can borrow money cheaply so that they can participate, in particular black people, can participate in this economy, then it will be that once we start to industrialize and build our manufacturing base again, automatically by buying local goods here mm. in our country, we will be fighting the inflation instead of the current situation where we are allowing currency uh, speculators to buy rent as they are going to buy the rent. You see, after Mm -hmm. this uh, physical announcement today, the speculators will buy rent. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and, uh, and, And once the other reserve bank elsewhere, increase their own uh, uh, interest rates, yes. they will dump the South African rent and chase money there. We are Mr. right Lavi? into the speculative economy. Our economy has become fin- financially based, yes. and it is never going to be sustainable to create jobs that we are so desperately in need of.